you are listening to this week's installment of the Path of a Believer podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Path of Believer podcast. You have me and Daniel here for another week. It's been an awesome journey. We are getting farther and further, further ahead into this. And we love it so much. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we are. Uh, now, Daniel, how much have you been enjoying it lately? I've been loving it. I've just been getting this fun, fun experience with, you know, the Lord just being able to serve him uh, through a different medium. And I just love that I am able to do this because it's a kind of leap of faith. And the Lord's just been blessing it and helping other people through it. Um, we've been getting, you know, some DMs and Instagram about how it's been so good to listen to what we've been putting out yeah not only dms like I, we have the chats on the youth chat and we have um our bible bible study chat my family chat it's, it's a live it's a lot of input that we're getting back out like it's a lot of feedback that we're getting back but if you guys have if this is your first podcast you are about eight episodes too late so hit that button right there and start from the beginning um in today's video though yeah we have the awesome and talented vlad wichoping but he's not here with us he's actually calling us from uh all california the way in california all the way yeah. in california vlad is an amazing person and uh, vlad i just want you to introduce yourself how are you doing buddy hello friends my name is vlad i am um i am a part of a flame of fire ministry here in sacramento california um actually moved from florida where you guys at uh, about more than a year ago has been a fun journey but yeah thanks for having me number eight i th i believe and uh it's it's awesome podcasts are great yeah. i'm 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 it's really excited <laughs> i'm really excited to see that you guys started something like this i really truly believe that's that's what christian life is when god puts something in your heart and you guys are just answering answering the call I I think we both had this idea after we saw Vlad and uh, uh, Vlad sit down with, uh, what's his name? Vlad and Vlad? <laughs> well, initially it was just like we were driving to Jesus night and um, we talk about this more in another podcast and we were just driving and I'm like, I have the craziest idea and I just shared it with like Vasily and actually you were one of the other people who um, I shared it with and you're like, yeah, I could totally see this. And uh, for the people who don't know, Vlad is actually one of the people who helped um, get going and starting uh, kind of the core people for Beachside. Mm -hmm. um, it was him, uh, Dennis Spock, who was in the previous episodes that you guys can watch. Um, and yeah, and me and just the Lord slowly started building that. He had to move away and be a part of FFM, which it's awesome that he's doing that now and just full on working there. And the Lord's just been, you know, expanding the kingdom of his right. through his works and talents. And yeah, but anyways, jumping in, Vlad, I'm sure a lot of people want to know because that's kind of like our whole thing in this podcast. What was your life like with Christ? Well, before Christ, before coming to Christ, before uh, finding Jesus, before before finding Jesus, knowing before him. God found you. Yeah, it's um, well, the thing is, I didn't grow up in a Christian family, so I lived back in Ukraine. Uh, I moved to America when I was about fifteen, uh, so I went to I went straight to high school when I moved to America. So when I lived in Ukraine, my parents were not Christian. And I've been attending church here and there, um, got invited to like youth camps and stuff, but it, it wasn't anything serious. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, 
a very creative person, so I was into you know dance, like used to do like break dance, uh, like just music, or what you know, like just just random stuff we did like, with our friends. Right. Yeah, dude, it was it was a fun, it was it was an interesting uh, time. But yeah, I used to you know <laughs> hang out around the city. It was a fun time. Hey, okay, dancing is cool, right? Um, anyway, uh, so I moved here to America. And I got invited uh, to actually through my, my my older brother who lives here, Nick, um, to to one of the youth camps here in, in Florida. Uh, it was a f it was a, it was hosted by the by the First Life Pentecostal Church. Uh, and I remember, I think it was even it was like a first summer that I ever came to America. And I don't know, I was I was always open to anything. Like I believed, you know, I believed there is God. I wasn't sure who He was or where He was. But I knew there, you know, there was something there, and I knew I knew that because you know my grandpa used to go to like uh, the Orthodox church, you know, he used to tell me all these like small prayers or whatever. But you know, it's it's whatever. I didn't really take it serious. But I knew there was something there. So when I came to that youth camp, I remember uh, there was one night after worship, uh, just after preaching, and I think it was Igor Igor Simonchik was there, and he was the one kind of you know preaching, and then it went towards like the end of prayer. And he was just like, hey, you know, like, Jesus loves you, man. And, like, if you want to accept Christ, like, here's your chance. And I don't know, I felt, I felt like, man, this is it. Like, this is living right here. Like, I feel happy. This is it. Like, yeah, I remember I gave my life to the Christ. Lord just lassoed you. Yeah, yeah, it was, I remember that moment really, really well. Uh, it, it was like, I walked out of that place, I was like, you know, like flying like an angel. You know what I mean? And the thing is, um, people might not know this, but um, before you moved, uh, me and you, we were uh, like, we kind of knew each other in Ukraine when I moved and we kind of somehow got acquainted. I can't remember exactly the whole thing, but um, we initially, uh, I, I lived like literally, I, my grandma's house was built like by the fence of the church so i just walk <laughs> over the fence and i'm already at church <laughs> hashtag holy <laughs> yeah um, yeah no, but um in reality um it was just like this whole uh, uh, experience of like you know for me at least uh going from a pentecostal like usually church uh when i was younger to going to a baptist church and that's kind of where we were at initially you know um, where i met you and then um you know we tra you transitioned first, I think a year before me moved back to the States and then I moved back and we somehow just clicked later on. And um, yeah, the Lord just started building that friendship together. Um, what were some of the basically things you had to go through before you could actually have that actual understanding of God is not this distant figure, but he's like this loving father right yeah so uh, i think it's been so when i was 15 16 uh, when i came to christ and i do remember uh, there was a time when i got really confused and frustrated because again i didn't come from a christian background uh so for me uh when i came into church i was really confused of like why things are the way they are and how come people are not as on fire as, for god as you know i mean i felt for the first year or whatever and yeah, so it, it was it was interesting because I was listening to people, right? And that was my first mistake was yeah. 
I realized that I can't trust people anymore and I found myself just being lost because the more I listened to somebody, the more I lost I got. So my breaking moment was when I was about uh, se maybe 17 or 18. I was depressed, man. I didn't feel well. I hated everything. I, man, high school sucked. I, it was my first year in college. I was like all alone. I had no friends. Uh, it was, I had like this broken relationship and I was like, man, I can't keep going this way. So I'm like, there is God and I want to know him personally. And I think that was my breaking point where I started just to go down on my knees, just praying and start reading Bible on my own and like extensively studying, especially book of Acts. I remember reading book of Acts and I'm reading it and I'm like, yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm, I'm looking at the church. I'm looking at the book. I'm like, this something doesn't line up here. And I start There's reading two about different <laughs> images right here. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was like a, such a contrast. And I remember reading um, just for, you know, the, the, the Gospels and the, how Jesus, how amazing he was and how how much he had, you know, Simple. in him. And just like, yeah, it, it was it was I couldn't explain it. And I and the funny thing is, I couldn't share it to anybody. So to me, it was like my my personal walk just kind of praying reading bible and just kind of be yeah. be there with him don't like don't look at other people immersed in that yeah yes that's so good that's so big right now like don't look at other people definitely yourself yeah, yeah i mean by yourself well there, there's a there's a could, big line you know, though live there, there's a line between there is look, a big line because there yeah there there's a huge line there i think we have to you find we have to find adopted uh, faith aspect but we have to find in people what we, you know, what we see the characteristics of God, right? It's God says in the Bible it says test everything. So when we look at people, we test, you know, oh, is this a good thing he's doing or is that a bad thing he's doing? And kind of test it with the Bible and your own belief. And I think that's what really going to help because there are great people out there. And even the people there were in the church, they were great people. There's a lot of things they did great, but when yeah. it came down to my my season, it didn't line up yeah it's it's um important i i believe you know like that people who do come to christ um especially new people um they don't just rely on those uh you know pastors preachers whatever um and have those moments of you know spending in the secret place and just going out and reading that bible through the lens of the holy spirit versus somebody else's um interpretation that the holy spirit gave for to them specifically for that moment because as all of us here know you know um you can read that same passage in one season and read it in another <laughs> season and it, it, it it'll just blow your mind and you'll be like whoa i read this thing like already how many times and every time i get blown away with a, a new deeper revelation. yeah deeper revelation deeper uh grasp of what the lord wants for my life or what he wants me to do and stuff um, because ultimately, you know, you look at the Pharisees, right? And Jesus said this to them, that, that was their biggest stumbling block. Um, you, you search the scriptures, but all the scripture points to me. And they were just so blind in following these legalistic laws, right? They're like, oh, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, you'll be fine. You'll like meet the Lord and everything. But, um, they didn't see the ultimate truth which is everything points to jesus to the lord and just to have 
that relationship with him because our dirty rags of righteousness are all that that's everything that they are just dirty rags of blood-stained self-righteousness yeah self-righteousness um but there's what's called um i like how vlad said the contrast between reading acts and reading um just uh, just looking at the church like in acts it says that peter walks by people and every morning on the way to the temple people would lay out their mem- their family members the sick the blind the, the lame they would lay them out and just peter's shadow would touch them and they would instantly be healed like there's power in that there's power of the holy spirit in that and like what i love to do is contrast okay when i look at a church how much of that holy spirit that shows in the bible is in this church like when i went to one church it was just like boom like all hit me all at once and i was like okay i see what you're doing but then it was some churches it's just dry and it's just like where where is the power line where is the where is god in the church like who's first is god first or something else first well yeah well and that's the big thing that people need to be be careful because yeah so it's not and i think it's not only with you know with the miracles and you know the power of the holy spirit because obviously we can't expect uh from a lot of people being in the same level the apostles were right they were with jesus but i i think what really amazed me back then was just how hungry they were for spreading the gospel and spreading the news and how hungry they were for listening to the holy spirit not not just kind of acting upon you know whatever my agenda is or whatever feels good to my community but it was more like okay that's what god told us to do that's what jesus wanted us to do and we're just so excited to to do this it doesn't matter nothing's gonna stop us and i think that was like a first step exactly. like even if even if you don't move in in the you know in some things or maybe you don't have the, like the church doesn't have these crazy miracles which uh, uh, you know let's be honest it would be awesome if everybody had that but I think the first thing is needs to be is that desire and that kind of obedience to the Holy Spirit, which apostles had. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but that's the other thing. Like one thing that showed me in Acts, um, I like I like how you mentioned Acts because Acts is one of my favorite books to read. My favorite thing that I keep looking at is how God works in Acts. And when Peter was praying um, on top of the rooftop or on top of the um, porch, wherever you want to say the balcony and he was praying and fasting he was meditating on god and all of a sudden god lifted up the heavens like they were four uh four from the four corners as if it was a curtain he lifted it up and from the heaven came down uh these beasts of like animals and uh god's like take and eat and peter's like i cannot eat what is not holy Mm. and god's like how can you call what i give you not holy wow and then instantly, after after that vision ended and that meditating session ended, uh, he hears a knock on the door, and it was from a person, a messenger, that was asking him to come and talk to a Gentile far away that wants to know more about God. And it was just like how God sets things up. Because before that, Peter was against, not against the Gentiles, but he was like really like, okay, there's a black and white line. I need to speak only to this and this, this people. And God's like, no, you need to speak to those people outside. Yeah. This is how I'm going to show you how to speak to them. And it was just like, it's just how God works. And, that, and like, since I read that, I started putting that into my life. Like, how do you, how are you, how are you going to be working in my life, God? And I want to see that happening. Yeah. You know, I want to see it. This, this is a really cool example. It, it, I, I always talk about this. That's my favorite thing is being obedient instead of, instead of being like appropriate 
or the right because you know when we look at genesis when god made a um the the there was a tree of good and evil right and then god says don't eat from that it's yeah. like wh why not what's wrong with being good and what's wrong with being evil but god says i don't want you to be good or be evil i want you to be in my perfect will and that's and that's like what you said is like hey um things don't make sense uh church doesn't understand me and i maybe i don't understand church but guess what uh i'm gonna i'm kanye and i'm gonna make a ch uh, you know sunday service or whatever and we're gonna influence the whole generation that's because i feel like that's in my heart and the same thing with you guys uh oh well maybe it's not appropriate to start a podcast or whatever i don't know but you guys just did it and i think that's that's what it is that's where the obedience and just like being a son of god is yeah it's it's stepping into those territories and pioneering um and making that bla you know trailblazers kind of uh is used very often as a term um for the next generations because ultimately every action that i make every action vasily makes every action you make everyone um they have an opposite or equal reaction that's uh, actually even uh, a phys physics law and the bible yeah. confirms this even more uh, i i personally think like those physicists that developed that law or stated that should have first read the bible and been wait, all that finances and everything they used to discover that however side note um you know it, it's coming into this generation where uh the church is not no longer in the walls you know and I just do my churchy thing, my Christianese and all that stuff inside these four walls with all my cliques uh, that know me. But I actually walk out and walk boldly because yeah. everybody, my classmates in uh, university classes, whatever, professors can see this podcast, you know, search up my name, whatever, or, you know, Vasily's, somebody's houses or at work, right? And they know I'm living this, I'm putting this out and I'm being bold about it. I'm speaking what's on the heart of the lord and that's been you know working in my life and expanding every area of my life into his will well the, the cool thing you, you just started saying that instantly um i just i just jumped back into jeremiah where he's sitting at the streets of babylon in front of, uh, he was right next to a river actually and he was looking and all of a sudden god came in a huge cloud into mm. babylon away from israel and this was when Israel got punished, uh, got punished and sent away to Babylon. But then God showed him a vision of how he wants to rebuild, not the old Israel, not the old yeah. temple with walls and buildings. He wants to rebuild a new Israel, yeah. which is what we call heaven now. But like now we keep praying uh, in the, that heaven come down. Well, if you look at God's vision in Jeremiah, it says that Israel is built with no walls around it so that every person can come there for help and that the walls are always open to people to come in. Before the walls were closed, only Israelites, nobody else. Now God's like, no, I'm done with this. I'm breaking down these walls. I want, but the funny thing is that right after that, they came into Israel and they rebuilt the walls completely against the vision that Jeremiah had. Um, so Vlad, I, we're, we're going on a little tangent now because it's exciting. Um, what is Flame of Fire? Flame of Fire is a international because i know you you moved you moved your whole entire life to california right. so what is it for pretty pretty big leap yeah um yeah flame of fire is an international ministry um we do well it's led by pastor andre shapoval that's uh, inspired by the move of the holy spirit 
and we awesome guy you know we move we move in different spheres um but originally is uh this kind of like our rock is influencing you know the nations and that means you know we're going out with crusades uh we're going out with help uh we're going out with medical um supplies you know just and preaching the gospel most important thing preaching the gospel of the kingdom and then there's there's like a little asterisk to it the gospel of Come the on. kingdom is it's not just you know god loves you and jesus loves you and you saved it's like hey it's time to turn your whole life around follow god and complete the mission yeah. that god has for your life and that's like the whole message behind um behind everything what we do and we also have a lot of live streams uh, we have Tuesday discipleships, and we have about I don't know maybe hundred fifty thousand people watching those uh, throughout you know throughout different wow. you know, different platforms. We got a bunch of people on Facebook. It's um, a big church. Yeah. yeah, we got you know, and, and, and currently we have about hundred you know hundred twenty people on staff. But I mean, most of those are volunteering after work, uh, whatever. Full time, there's only like five people maybe. Um, so not like most of the people don't get paid. Um, so we're, you know, fully just devoted to God and just following what he has put in our heart. And right now we're building a King KDC, what's called Kingdom Domain College, which um, is a vision of teaching people that kingdom mindset to become effective in their community, to be effective uh, in their sphere of influence and sending them back to their churches, sending them back to their workplaces where they can really impact um, in every sphere whether it's you know whether you are mcdonald's worker whether you're a missionary whether you are uh, someone in the government uh, or a creative uh, we do have a lot of creative people in the house so it's just we're you know we're moving in a bigger thing and it's it's all about the commitment here and that's why i moved because um, i wanted to be effective i wanted to be surrounded by the people and most importantly i felt like that's what god had on our lives so yeah I, I can personally say from my own life um, that, you know, when I went first time to KD, is actually, I think it was the first time for you too. Kingdom Domain. Um, yeah. And in actually, North Carolina. I think, yeah, Kingdom Domain. Um, you, you, the Lord just touched you there, and they were having like this whole thing where they were looking for media people, and you, you know, prayed about it. And I remember the whole thing going through it, and, you know, we prayed for it that if it's the Lord's will, you know, it'll happen. And sure enough, you know, well, there a was a, years down, there was a crazy um, story, already, you know? Yeah. So I went to Kingdom Domain, um, two years ago. Oh, tell it. Yeah. Two years ago. Um, you know, and it's, it, it, by that time we already, Diana and I, my wife, we already felt like God wants us to move somewhere. We weren't sure where, whether it's, you know, Orlando, Jacksonville, Minnesota, you know, we got connections everywhere. And people are inviting us. But, you know, we went to Kingdom Domain. We got invited there. Um, and they were looking for media people. Like, you know, okay, whatever. Uh, but I just loved everything they do. I love the quality. I love the guys. I got to meet some of the people there. And I'm like, okay, hey, God, do I need to move to Sacramento? So, um, well, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. So um, a few months later, I flew to Sacramento for their vision conference. Um, and I wanted to see what they're all about because I don't want to move, you know, for no reason. Just, you know, I don't know where. Uh, I wanted to make sure I'm, I know where I'm going. Yeah. Um, so I went there. It was great. Um, I learned a lot about them. It was a Saturday night. Their service ended. And I asked God one question. I asked God, is this the place where I need to be? 
and I go to bed. Uh, I get up in the morning. I get a text message from my wife saying she had a dream that God kind of showed. It was like a it was like a specific vision, and she get those quite often now. But before it wasn't that often. And she said she had a vision that we were in California. We were a part of the team. And for me, it was like yeah, God answered my prayer. And from that moment on, I just like I knew we had to go. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was totally and and honestly, even if I didn't move, I would be doing you know I would be still doing my thing, whatever God needed me to do. But at that moment, I knew that's where I needed to be. So that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, dude, it's been a a journey for you, and I mean. Um, we're sad that you kind of left however it's all for god's glory so we we miss you but you know uh, it's all for the good and uh, um you know if you guys have the chance um just to look it up i think it's kingdomdomain.com if you're able there it's coming up pretty soon this year um awesome like speakers they're actually gonna have like michael cleanos uh ben fitzgerald from some of the more known um people that lots of chook will um, be there and roman and Dunamid, Dunamid. Oh, a Vlad's, lot of slavic Vlad, people yeah <laughs> vlad so true yep yep uh D- dunamis movement uh theo hashi um also going to be there i've yet i mean i've heard him at the send uh but i don't know too much about him but yeah i'm excited uh did you say dunamis movement Dunamis movement. Dunamis or something like that. Yeah. What does that uh, mean? Uh, well, they are in Brazil. Uh, thing behind it. Yeah, yeah. It's it translates into something biblical. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head right now. But yeah, it's been a blessing in my life. Like one of the biggest things um, that really I could say like helped me grow or kind of put like some more gasoline on my journey of just knowing more about the lord and just having more of a deep understanding of this father son relationship was um through ffm's kd and just uh, andre's um conferences that he did when i was younger uh, one of the major conferences he did in uh for the youth in clearwater i think uh he was preaching and i'll never forget this he had this awesome thing about uh, spending time with the Lord and he's like you want to spend time with the Lord and you're having a hard time take a board write on it 7:30 or whatever time I dedicate this time for the Lord and he's like some of you guys that thing is gonna break you and it's gonna just you know mold you into this uh, person that's gonna be dedicated to spending time with the Lord some of you you're gonna wake up and try it a couple times after some time you're gonna just want to take that thing rip it up and just throw it away and um sure enough that thing was really powerful um i put it into practice and it helped me um and yeah so if you guys have a chance check it out kd uh 2020 uh 2020 (laughs) um so anyways going on with you vlad um you found the lord you developed this relationship with the father uh, but as all of us know, you know, it's not just a smooth as butter road um, that you go through after that. What were some of the up and down moments that you went through? Some of maybe the hard relationships or some of the conflicts you developed and how did you maneuver around that stuff? And, you know, what did the Lord teach you in those moments? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, don't, I don't think 
as much as maybe it looked from the outside or whatever, but um, I had a rough ride, um, which was the best thing of my life. And, you know, and I, and I, <laughs> I, I was telling you earlier how I struggled with, you know, just being, you know, depressed and just struggled with being, just felt like, like I felt like I was alone. Uh, definitely, it was a really hard time in my life. Yeah. And that's when, you know, I encountered God in a different level. Uh, but I think so far, the hardest thing that ever happened to me was when we actually moved here. Um, it, it, it was, it was, it, it felt like, you know, we're fully, fully obedient to God. We're like trying to do our best. And here comes the, the, the hard time, the, the financial struggles, the, the struggles of moving. Yeah, the struggles of moving to a new place. Um, you know, my job, my job opportunity yeah. just kind of, you know, fell off the window. Um, or like friends. I don't know. I didn't have any friends. Um, it was hard moments. We were, you know, we're stressed out. We're anxious. And I remember in those times, we had to really rely on the Lord. And past year was so hard. It was, it was so many things are happening. But at the same time, we saw how good God was. We saw that even through these hard moments, He pulled us through to like an amazing levels of just understanding. Also amazing level of just ourselves as a family. Diana and I, we got really close. And somehow we even ended up, you know, buying a house for like putting $2,000 in down payment for like, I don't even know how that happened. It was like a miracle. Um, but it, it was, wow. It, wow. it was like a, it was like a journey. Thank God, man. It, and it's funny is I found myself walking away. Uh, there are times where I was like, I'm so done with this. And I'll be honest. I, I, I had, I had like maybe a few, you know, like a couple of days a week where I was just like, I'm so done. And then I'm like, look back at it and i'm like dude this sucks i can't do this like living life without god is even worse like it's just terrible like you're living in hell like you have no yep. purpose you don't know what you're doing it's like you're lost in, in the world and you truly feel alone like you thought you felt alone before in the desert well guess what you had something to look forward to here you have nothing and i was like okay <laughs> i don't, I don't want to be here oh, man. and i just had to run to god <laughs> I had to run to God. Um, yeah, and obviously struggle, you know, struggling with some some things, you know, early in life, like even addictions and stuff like that, something that we all had to overcome. Um, and I, I especially had that struggle before. But hey, I, I don't know, just, just kept pushing, kept being, not even like, not even pushing, but like, I don't know, just staying or resting. Right, like, like you have, to, you like to say, abiding. <laughs> yeah, and it, it just, it kind of falls well, actually, into place. No, that's, that's Daniel's quote. <laughs> I don't know. You both, you both kind Daniel's of roll with the same thing. Striving, start abiding. <laughs> yeah, um, the the awesome thing is that, you know, there's never been one testimony, and this is just an encouragement for you, Vlad. There has never been one testimony of any person who they said okay god i'm gonna start living my life for you and it was all sunshine and butterflies mm -hmm. and roses from there there's yeah. never been one testimony like that you look at you look at andre uh, andre he said to god i'm gonna spend what, what was it one weekend a month yeah away in a hotel praying and then when he ran out of money he had to borrow money from other people 
like I know like from being married I have hard time like being low on money if I run low on money like I, I cannot I cannot be low on money I always have to work more and more and more just to make sure everything's caught up and make sure all the bills are paid like having the kind of obedience to just say okay God I know I'm low on money right now but I made a promise to go spend time with you mm. and that's what God looks at like God looks at the struggles and uh, it says that all of it's going to be worth it Yeah, all of it is going to be worth it and the best thing I've ever heard is um Michael Koulianos was saying this one awesome thing and I love I love every time he says he's like just go into your bedroom and stay one hour <laughs> two hour three hours four hours five hours six hours stay for six hours on your knees definitely and then if it takes six hours for God to come see if you're gonna question God after six hours see if you're gonna actually question God God what took you so long <laughs> Because you're going to be so overwhelmed with joy that God came. All of that is in the past. All that, all of a sudden becomes worth it. Yeah. All that becomes worth it. And I, and I remember because I, sat, I stood on my knees for four hours and I was just like crying out to God. And then all of a sudden, just the pinky. <laughs> just no, the Jesus, pinky. Jesus just peeked into my, my room and it just changed my life completely over. And now what? I've been riding the straight for, for almost a year now. Yeah. Completely riding the train with Jesus. Like such an encouragement to me personally, like this man's just, you know, it's um, it's hard to develop. You know, I don't know about you, Vlad, but it's hard to develop that community of people who truly like, you know, I I shared that vision that I had for the podcast, like, you know, Vasily and you. And thank God I have friends like you guys. But it's really hard sometimes just to build that community of people who are trustworthy and loyal and just understand your heart and understand where you're coming from. And like, this is not just something that popped into my head like, oh, like, let's let's just, you know, whatever, um, go for this. And what what was her name? Um, uh, What's the preacher's name? She's in Africa she starts uh, Heidi Baker so Heidi Baker was sharing this one testament which goes along with what you're saying she said that they got married they were young they were on fire for Jesus and they're not even more they're super on fire for Jesus and then all of a sudden she has this big dream big thing to go to um, the Philippines I think it was, a, it was a, either Philippines or Indian, Indonesia and so she's like okay and they bought a one way ticket and left and it was her and her husband left everything behind one way take it to the philippines or indonesia i'm not sure which one it is and so they come there they didn't have a plan they didn't have a ministry you know like how we go to ministries yeah uh, like when we go on a missionary trip there's a plan there's people that meet us they had nobody they just came in started working started doing pioneering it yep started going and they had so much trouble along the way like i i listened to some of her testimonies they're like why would you ever want to put yourself through that kind of torture but she saw a vision and she saw that, that vision and it was so clear in front of her that she could not she could not just let go of it. So Vlad, an encouragement for you. Keep striving. Keep <laughs> going. You. Keep well, going into God. Press hey, into press into him. Keep pressing. I, I wanna bring up one topic since you kinda touch you start touching on it. Um, yeah. finances, right? Um, go for it, brother. Man. Uh-huh. So looking at Slavic community and all the young guns, you know, hey, Dude, we gotta make some cash, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, our parents are like, bro, go, oh, yeah. you, yo, go, go to school, man. Become an engineer. That's what my parents told me. I'm like, <laughs> no way. Um, 
yeah, bro, you gotta <laughs> you gotta go go to that construction business, dude. You make some dough, you know, like, bro, come on, yo, let's make some money. You got family to feed. You got family. You you gotta have a house by the time you're 25. You gotta have a I don't know a Tesla. Um, what else? What else you got in there? American Dream, bro. <laughs> Maybe a Lambo. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. Um, and that's there's so much pressure from everybody. Society's like, oh, you know, like all these Instagram influencers, like, yo, bro, you know, we got Lambo, whatever. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. You can lose your mind there. But I can, and I know, I can testify yep. from myself. I, you know, I never cared about money, but I always wanted to have some, right? Mm -hmm. But there was not a single day where yeah. you know god has never provided me god has never we, we always had enough yes. like we i'm telling you we gave away everything that we had last year we had to borrow money to come back from king of the main uh, we a kd i had like five bucks uh, on my account and i'm like god i want to give you and to, <laughs> out of all the people matt yeah. mcclowski from jacks comes to me gives me 100 bucks he's like i don't i just felt like god uh, uh god wants to give you this so I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go buy myself some gas on the way home. It's like, guess what? You were asking for a sacrifice <laughs> and here you go. You have to give it away. So, and we did, uh, so, you know, whatever. We had to borrow some money on the way back. But the point is <laughs> I, that, you know, I've never been happier, never been more excited about anything in life and just have that freedom, freedom from finances. Like you know how yeah. how crazy that is not yeah, to think bro. about well, what are you gonna buy? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, Michael always speaks about this one little thing. No, it's not Michael. Sorry, it's Bill Johnson. Always says one thing. Does money control you or do you control it? Yep. Because money is an amazing servant, but it's a horrible leader. <laughs> that is good. That is go good ahead, right Bob. there. Yeah, and and I don't think there's anything wrong with having money right but in the bible it says no, it's, not, it, no. it's no it's the love right or the the it's the love for the money i don't think there's anything wrong with having money uh yeah. i i think there's a lot of people have anointing for money for business but i do think and that's what the bible says it's the love for the money right it's yep it's how like how you said it's the money controlling you it's you always stressing out about it it's you always thinking about how to make more cash and that's a lot of pressure to have on your head just man just give it up to jesus and stop well, worrying about it so much well i was blessed with an amazing wife who cares a lot about money like what what's our financial provision like uh that's the one thing i love about my wife is that she keeps me straight about like what she's I your spend. accountant yeah like what i spend because i used to be able to like earn a thousand dollars in one day and then spend a thousand dollars the next day wow without even thinking about it and when I got married, like all of a sudden I had to put everything to a halt, figure out my finances, figure out my situation, figure out my settings. But still in that moment, like me and me and my wife had talked about it multiple times. If you let that money worry you and you let the money drop, pull you away from God, like I'm going to tie that church and I know what I have in my account. But if I have in my heart to give everything away in my account, I will have to do it because that's that's what God's telling me to do. So yeah. I was like, it's not like even if I had zero dollars, I will still be able to be able to be uh, what's called sub submissive to God. Yeah. In the zero, because like the perfect heart comes out when the lady gave away her last couple of cents, and Jesus has said she gave more than the person gave a whole bag of gold. Yeah, and I know like personally from my life, um, the Lord's just been 
just providing for my life. Uh, I'm a student right now, you know, full time. Uh, I mean, I work uh, part time still, but like when I needed finances uh, for like school or just, you know, everyday stuff, because, you know, right now I'm going getting my bachelor. So eventually I can become a dentist and all that stuff and use that for God's glory. Um, and, you know, it's not a, a cheap thing to go for. It takes a lot of resources and time and all this other stuff. I have to sacrifice, you know, working full time for school uh, because of, you know, my career path. But every month the Lord just provided, I got my bills paid. And I can't say that I was living like a poor bum. Like I was living where the Lord was like taking care of me well. I can say well, I was taken care of well, not like just barely coming through, um, but well. And I'm like, Jesus, it's all you. Like other people would be like, how are you like survive? How are you living like this? Like you're not working full time, but you're living like well, like a normal person. I'm just like, Jesus, just Jesus. I just surrender my logical explanation, which was my old self. That's how I was. I was so like on the dot, like with numbers and all this stuff. I was just trying to calculate like, oh, I need this much this month. I need this, this, this month. Oh, just like panicking. Like, how am I going to get this all done? And then it just switched from this personality of an orphan heart right where you're always in lack and not having enough to a sonship heart where my father is a king and i am his prince you know yep. and i have the kingdom That's behind good. me that is supplying me with everything that i need keyword everything i need not want because there's sometimes things we want but the lord's like you get it it will destroy you and he purposely does not give it to us in that he moment that's what we want yeah, he knows what we want and what will actually prosper yeah. us and bless us um, versus what will destroy us and bring ultimate death to us. So, yeah, that's that's really powerful. Um, that's good. The, the awesome thing is that, like, what do you uh, what do you do at uh, Flame of Fire? Like, I know you do media stuff. Do you just re do you, re do you are you in charge of the whole media or what do you do? And no, so when I moved uh, in the beginning, I did a lot of graphic design. Um, so that's that's mostly what I did before. And then there was time when I transitioned to social media. I was managing that. And right now, um, there's there's you know, there's been a lot more people coming in. So uh, I'm just doing some some graphic design. Um, I'm doing some interviewing and stuff like that. And Lately, I've been more involved in worship and music, so that's where we have a couple of projects we're working on. Um, so that's kind of where I stand right now. But uh, yeah, it's mostly a creative sphere. I'm not in charge. Um, we're just doing our thing, and uh, I'm part of a creative team here. Uh, so that's the best. How, how, like, you know, you you transitioned into all this stuff, and I know when you were younger, I remember you used to play like the bass guitar and stuff how did you ever think you use all those talents that you've just developed like designing drawing all this stuff for just like god's kingdom because i mean most people are like oh i just draw i can i probably can't use this for like god's kingdom or i i i, I just you know play a guitar instrument like okay that's a little bit easier right you can be in a worship band or whatever but for the aspect of drawing right what would you like share about that 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I believe that when we come in touch with God, and there are some people who are already that way. Um, the, we're creative people in general, and we need to express ourselves somehow, right? So some people do Definitely. it through music, uh, through worship. Some people through do it through podcasts, through you know. Some people just build stuff, right? Um, draw. I think drawing is amazing. I, I mean, I know, I know a couple of my friends um, who you know who were drawing back in high school, and now they're you know they're selling their pieces. And I know they're people. You know they're getting blessed by it, whether it's financially, whether other people feel the presence of God in those uh, drawings. Because it is true, you can look at, at you know I can look at a drawing, or the same thing. Yeah. You can listen to a song, and you can feel like a certain like a certain vibe, right? Like a uh, like an atmosphere coming from there, which is cannot can can't be always the best like sometimes like i listen to some songs i'm like no dude like i can't listen to it and then there's some other yeah. songs where it's like maybe it's not even all about like jesus we love you and worship song but i feel the genuine you know this genuine person expressing themselves this expressing that god the holy spirit with within them and whatever it is whether you post your pictures on instagram and people just love it they're like wow this is amazing or whether you know you're recording uh, albums and putting out verses online uh, i think it's whatever you do it's it's you expressing uh, the presence of holy spirit inside of you and i believe the more time we spend in his presence and seek his face the more he's going to express you know express himself through us he's going to open us up yeah. uh, and that's how uh, how I got to a point where I am, you know, I, I've played, I used to play drums uh, back in my worship team in Florida. You know, I play electric guitar, I uh, used to lead worship, you know, stuff like that. And I was just, for me, it was like, I didn't even know I had all of this in me, but I was open. And the more I start encountering God, the more he started showing in me, you know, different talents uh, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I, I don't, I even think so the biggest thing for me... That's one thing that, that we want yeah, to go apply on with this question is, have you seen the talents that God has instilled throughout your life? Have you seen those talents? God started building them up when you were younger. And now that God's put you into a ministry field, do you see all these talents sparking up and you're like, oh, that's what you want me to do this. Oh, that's what you want me to do this thing. Yeah. Have you seen that in your life? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I feel like everything that I did ever in my entire life has somehow somehow God turned it around and made it work in the best possible way ever. So I used to go to theater school. There are a bunch of things that I learned and here we are recording videos and you know recording a, like, a, a, like a small TV show. Yeah, and there's some things that like I remember I learned and I some it really helped me in some situations to you know, to interview people, to kind of, you know, introduce stuff and stuff like that. And even like, even like as silly as, you know, a break dancing, like <laughs> it's silly to me, uh, but hey, I, I may be goofing around, but that made people, that made the atmosphere so much easier. People yeah. were laughing. We had a good time. Freedom. And our workflow was so cool. And I don't know, and I, don't, I think anything, I, I see it this way. Anything that you do, God will turn around and make it better. It doesn't matter what it is. Come whether on. you were digging holes uh, in someone's backyard or whether you were creating the biggest masterpiece in the world, God is going to turn around and make it. digging holes, uh, dig it for the kingdom of God. <laughs> Come on. That's awesome. 
Preach it. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> dig them holes, brother. <laughs> dig them. Dig them. Well, uh, Vlad, how, how many minutes are we on? All right. So five zero. That's what I have. So we will be coming to a conclusion, and we have for the ten, next ten minutes, we wanted to just share how this, like you said that God wanted you to move to this part. You said God wanted you to do this. When God moves, how do you see this move? Like, how does it perceive to you? And the best words you can do, because like, I know it's hard to put that in words, even though I have trouble putting like that in words. Yeah. Wait, so how does God, I don't, like sorry. When God, when, when God tells you What's to the do question something, again? When God's telling you to do something, how do you catch okay. on to it? Okay, so how do okay? So first of all, how do I know is God talking? Obviously, spending time with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to have the discernment. You have to know if whether it's in your head, or it's you know it's God telling you. It's something that comes over time, and it takes you know it takes errors. It takes time, like anything you do, uh, to kind of learn. And yeah, and and I feel like when God tells you something to do, it's. It, it's always frustrating it's always hard it's always like you have to really push through it you really have to like god puts you in the place where you grow that's the thing whenever a hard situation comes in your life and god tells you to do something he does it because there's a reason for it right there's he wants you to grow he wants you to understand certain things he puts you to the you know he gives you this person at work that you have to deal with every single day because he wants you to teach you know to teach you something or maybe to teach them something and whenever god says something to to you or to me we, you know we have to see it as there's a bigger purpose to it and i know that whatever i do right now will you know will benefit me in the later it will benefit the kingdom of god later and if we see it as as a body right as a church we're a body everything we do Everything we do is a part of the community, is a part of a, a organism. And Vasa, you know this better. Like every little thing is connected, interconnected. And in whether you know whether it's um, doing something when you were young, uh, can you know, may affect it in your whole life. The same thing here. It's like when you do something for the kingdom of God and you're being obedient. Uh, it, it, it's it might be hard. It doesn't. It might not make sense at this moment. And but I believe you. We will all see the result later. So definitely, that's right. Um, I'm, I'm blanking out right now. You're blanking out. No, <laughs> dude, you're, you're fine. Good. You're uh, good. Let's go. That question is really hard because, like, in my whoa, experience, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know how God moves in my life, and the only reason I know how God moves in my life is because. Like, I know how God moves in my life. And the reason why I know how God moves in my life is because of how much time I spent with Him. You know, you have to have the time with Him to know what His voice sounds like. And, you know, sometimes even, like, just sitting down and you're just listening. And all of a sudden, even watching a movie at one point, it happened. Where, like, God comes in and He's just like, hey, just to let you know this and this happened. You know, and I want you to do this and this next time. I'm like, whoa, okay. Throw me off a little bit. But it's these moments that if you still don't spend time with God... How can you know what his voice sounds like? Right, Vlad? 
Yes, amen. The time with God is literally what's going to change it, what's going to change your whole life. It's, it's going to put you on a path. It's going to give you a purpose. It's going to fill your life with joy. And you're going you're gonna to have a, an amazing life, amazing journey with God. Vlad, um, I have a question for you. You know, I think this is a good way to end this off. What do you see as maybe the biggest obstacle for the next generation? And what do you see the next generation walking into? Like, what is... Aren't we the next generation? Well, we are, but that's the whole point. Our generation and even like my brother's generation, you know, um, like generation kind of in between millennial and generation Z. What do you see as kind of the things stepping into these next seasons that are going to be happening what do you think going to be the biggest obstacles maybe and what would you recommend for going around them like maneuvering around them yeah um i don't know if i have a direct answer but i do i do see some things with the next generation or generation that we in is is as we have this amazing background and foundation of faith I think that's something that we need to hold on to, and because yes. what God uh, in Revelation says, when God come gonna come back, will He find faith? And I think that's what really uh, sets us apart um, from anybody else, because we we are this generation that we are so we have so much uh, information. We're you know, there's so much around us, and when we hold on to that faith that was brought to us by generations, but at the same time, we need to be open and obedient to the Holy Spirit. And when I say that, I don't say we need to right away make concerts or become a culture relevant. That's not what I mean. I mean by being not being closed in the walls of church, not being closed in the walls of rules. Uh, the more rules we have, the more controlled we are. And the more control there is, less freedom and freedom where christ is there is freedom so we need to find yeah. freedom in making our decisions they're based on god's word and and uh, his you know his way instead of the right or the pop you know the the, the way you're supposed to do it right Definitely. so the only way how our generation will the next generation or our generation and i believe we are the generation we are the last days right we live yeah. in this moment where it's like we're gonna take the gospel to the end of the world and that's exciting yeah. to me so the only way for us to strive is have that faith foundation and where we open ourselves to really what god says is and we ignore all these that's what you're supposed to do thing you're not supposed to go to a missionary trip with no money you're not supposed to do this you're not supposed to move you're supposed to live in the american dream no that's that's what devil's child is telling us that's what religion is telling us hey we're gonna control you we're yeah. gonna we're gonna make sure you all like it, that's that's the soviet propaganda i'm sorry but that's how <laughs> how the church was controlled yeah. for many many years you know we gotta know how many members you got and we don't know so all of this is hey open your mind and stay strong in the lord root yourself in a strong foundation and it says uh it says if you put your house in a strong foundation, you can, bro, you can build anywhere. You can build, you know, a, a skyscrapers. If you're in the sand, you know, two weeks later, your house is going to go down. So yes. be open and stay faithful. That's right. Awesome. Well, that was one way to just close off everything because I got yes. no words even uh, compared to that. That's awesome. Perfect. And I love it. I love it, Vlad. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank hey, you, guys. brother. Well, Vlad. 
I'm sure. Thank you for I'm having me. I'm sure we're gonna have you. I'm sure we're gonna have you again. Definitely. Uh, probably well, in, in a few weeks because this this is not just uh, what's called a one and done podcast. We we have a lot of repeats because there's come on, so much things that there is to cover. One hour is not enough. Yeah, like I, it seems it's, long. It but seems long, but then I looked down my at my watch and I'm like, crap, it's almost done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's almost over. <laughs> yeah, like we just started talking, especially with Dennis yesterday. We started talking oh with Dennis, my. and boom, like two hours flew by instantly. Yes. Um, Vlad, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so That's much good. for for actually tuning in all the way from yeah. California. May God bless you, and may God actually, um, may God continue working in your life as He's been working because it's just been so awesome. And you are impacting; you're an impact to not only just your wife, but your impact to your brothers, your impact to the people around you, your close family, your friends, and not only that, but everywhere you are at church, you're an impact to them. So we love you, brother, Amen. and uh, we hope this blesses all the viewers. We thank you for watching. Stay tuned for next time. Bye. Peace out. Bye.